y'all already know where y'all supposed to be on Sunday. Because when, when y'all go outside and it she be hot. <laughs> yeah, guys out the building, y'all, boy. That's that virtual church. Guys out the building. What time is it? We still make it. We can still make brush, y'all, boy. Welcome back to the It's a Black Thing podcast. If you don't know who you listen to right now, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Lulu 954. I am in the building with amazing and beautiful people in today. And you guys like to come in here weekly to come get your weekly dose of blackness. You feel me? And in here the building with me, I got my lovely, amazing co-host, Giddy Love in the building to my right. You feel me? She gang, gang. Out, you know <laughs> Listen, she, she out here trying to tell us that she bald-headed. Look at this. Bald-headed. She out here lying. Lying. I still can't believe it. Lying to people, bro. No, I still, no, I still this don't is like bald-headed it. to me. Listen. To now, my standards. Listen, now the women going to come on here, they be like, look, she had got a perm too when she was younger. Like this here. Uh, <laughs> let them know you're not outside the t- same tax bracket. It's not right? bald head. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've seen bald head. And then to my left, I have the one of a kind, a fucking uh, uh, jack of all trades. You feel me? My dog. RJ is well, in the building with us. That's all you had to say. Hey, I thought you were going to say a little bit more. Listen, listen, I don't understand. This man does everything. You feel me? Almost. <laughs> Almost everything. No, y'all th- I'm, on, give, I'm on y'all last watch. Just give wait. Him time. Give him time. Give me a little bit of time. So how y'all doing today, man? Well, we got to let the people know Jody's coming back next week. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're not going to do my dog like that. <laughs> oh, no. New dark skin in the building. <laughs> Jody, look. I'm looking out for you. Hey, <laughs> hey I love you, Joe, but hey, man. Dark skin is dark skin, right? New dark Yo, skin in the building new, for now. It's a new dark child. <laughs> you know, you know, Giddy has said, Giddy said we walked outside and we found a random black man out the street. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> and I live right down the street. <laughs> oh, snap. That's kind of like when they switched Aunt Viv. <laughs> and they thought, yeah, they thought nobody would notice. Like, I feel nah, like that's what you were just trying to do, Lou. It's like when they switched, um, uh, uh, of my wife and kids, the daughter. Oh, this, this, the. Oh. She was dark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, Jody, I got your back, okay? Oh, one time for Jody, man. Well, at least he's dark skin too, right? It yeah, was but, black skin. but this one is bald headed. I got a beard though. Listen, listen. He said his mustache ain't connect. Mine do. <laughs> he said his mustache ain't connect. Mine do. I was outnumbered by people with hair. I didn't like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're all bald headed. So. I see, I see y'all deal with that quick little wave. Listen here. I don't like that. You're <laughs> not today we all bald headed. But yeah. So. How y'all we going? Everything good with y'all? Yeah, glorious week. Everything's going smooth. Great, amazing week. Celebrating my birthday this whole last month. Oh, word! Oh, happy birthday to you, man! Thank you. Oh, you're a Virgo. I'm a Christian, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they be telling me. <laughs> that's what they be telling me. I'm sorry. I just every time somebody, that's what I tell them. I'm a Christian. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we can go ahead and get into these segments. All right, so the first segment today is the root. The root is where where unspoken black rules are not have become law. You feel me? And we're gonna sit here try to dissect, try to figure out like why do we tend to do these things? And the question I'm gonna ask for you guys today is like why don't we as black people like to match and match brands? You feel me? Tacky. So <laughs> you know how like okay, I'm not sure if women do this, but y'all trying to for definitely for men they don't try to wear. I can't wear uh, Adidas fit track fit. Top and bottom, and then Nikes slides or something like That's that. Tacky. You got to wear the whole thing. You can't be mixing and matching type stuff like that. We care about which brands we pair with each other. Uh, you know, I heard you ask the question, but I was like, "What black people are you referring to?" <laughs> me, I don't care. That's right. <laughs> hey, some black people don't care. When I see them, I be, when I see them, I'm like, "Yo, you misrepresenting right now." Bro. When I go we to do the not gym, do that. I, I don't care. I'll have exactly. Nike shoes with like Adidas socks and some <laughs> Nike. I don't know. The gym is different. Nobody should be judging in the gym. But if I'm going out, the gym is different, bro. The gym is different. Because I wear like a Nike uh, shorts mm. and some Adidas um, shoes, shoes. But you won't know it's Adidas shoes. It's like all black. <laughs> I know, so it's like Adidas I, all about, <laughs> oh, so nice. Again, no judgment in the gym. <laughs> That's why when I buy socks, I just buy straight black socks or straight white socks. Okay, okay. Socks okay. don't got no yeah, logo on I like the Adidas socks, but I already had Nike shoes. So, so what do you like, want me to do? You got to go get some Adidas shoes or some Nike socks, one no, or the other. Why am I spending money to impress people at the gym. And it's not impressing people. It's, it's about you. <laughs> but I don't care that you much. Spoke, you right. But you just spoke about self-care. Care about yourself. <laughs> you, I don't think like, I care that much. I feel like that's more of like a male thing or like be. people who are into like 
the brands like mm. sneakerheads and different people like that. Like I don't think women in general cares that much unless you're really like a sneakerhead or you're into like the track suits and things like that. I personally don't care. Well, that's what's up. As yeah. long as the only thing is the only standard I have for the gym is that my socks have to match. Oh, like the same sack, the same like Zach sock color or the same, same color. Set. Um, same set. They, they got, it got to be the pair. Of that yes, sock. it's got to be a pair. Aside, that's the that's the most they're gonna get from me. Aside from that, like I'm wearing whatever I want to wear, but like I match, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. I ain't wearing no Nike with Adidas, especially if a big old logo is on it. Okay, so so what? Why can't you guys do that? I don't feel right. <laughs> no, I really don't. Now you want to care about feelings? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't feel. <laughs> what? I really don't feel right. Like, like I have like these Jordans I got on right now. I was look. I'm like, dang, can't wear that. Can't. Oh, these ain't got no logo on it. No black, straight black tee. I'm good. I really don't feel right. I would I would honestly be late if I if I only have some like Nike socks. I'm wearing some Nike shorts and I only got some Jordan shoes. Unless it's the ones because they got Nike check yeah. on it. <laughs> you you see, how, that's how yeah, deep yeah, it is because yeah, yeah. you know they got a Nike yeah. check on it, so I'm good. Aren't Jordans technically Nike? No, nah, you see, you see, no. <laughs> yes and no. Jordan is Jordan. The Jordan ones they got the Nike check, so you good. You can wear Nike socks with those. We going deep into this, bro. I could no, talk no, about this for a no, while, bro. But you know what's crazy? The crazy thing about it is, I think, I think it kind of, kind of similar to like you know athletes because you know once you sign a deal to. A shoe company or like a brand, you have to wear their stuff. That's the majority of the time. So it's like niggas treat the same thing like they just got signed at Nike. Nigga, you don't ball, my nigga. You're right. Yeah, no, you're like right. That? And what? don't get me wrong, I'm conditioned. They got me. <laughs> I, they got me. Wait, but do you have a problem with it too? Uh, I used to when I was younger, but then I got to the point where I, like I had to buy my own clothes. So I was like, no. <laughs> they got I mean, me. They I'm, got me. I'm telling y'all, they got me. I'm too far gone. Only thing I could do is teach my sons not to care. But as for me, they already got me. How you gonna <laughs> teach them something that you don't know? Oh my you, god, you going deep into this, Miss Therapist Lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to say though. But you never, you never heard the saying that those who can't do, they teach. No. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're talking about either. <laughs> no, but these the people, the people who are like, okay, I may not be the best athlete, but I, I could be, I'm very skilled enough to, I know what to do for me to be a coach. Don't tell that, that to my sense. boy's soccer team. No, that, no. <laughs> we was two and eight. Because that's how you set them up for failure. Like, if you can't play, well, how are you going to teach me? I could teach my sons not to care. Like man, don't but worry how? about that. They're job. gonna watch you care. Oh, damn, you so right. ultimately they're gonna they're gonna le- they're gonna learn through your examples, like through how you are. All so right, if you care, care, how are you gonna teach them not to care? <laughs> Alright, we all care. They got me. I'm listen, I know it's terrible. They got me though. They got me, they got me. Listen. I started buying more Nike stuff since I started working at the school, right? Mm. And I'm like, man, I ain't gonna lie. I don't want these just it's cracking the on me, dog. Yeah. It is the kids. <laughs> that pure pressure. And you know the funny thing is, I be seeing them kids, and I be like, "Yo, why you got on them Nike shoes? You got on Adidas socks." And he be like, "So, coach, I'm like, what you mean? So you misrepresenting out here, bro? You see, you're working at the wrong school because <laughs> my kids, they're wearing like Skechers and like, um, uh, like oh yeah, totally, or- totally different school." Totally different totally demographic. Different they Wait. do not care. First of all, what's wrong with Reeboks? There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying they don't care about not the latest good. Jordans. They still got on light up shoes. Like they yeah, don't totally care. Different, school. different demographic. It, yeah. it, it, it very much Two is. Different demographics, yeah. I love that because no, because I feel like as Black people, we spend so much money trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's and facts. Like, why are we doing all of that? Nobody me. cares about the logos. Nobody's gonna look that hard. You know why? Why? When I was young, when I was a kid, the stuff that I wanted, I couldn't get. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now I got money, I can buy it. <laughs> I'm buying that job, ah. bro. I'm buying the. Uh, what's the dude who be tasting the foods on Twitter? Uh, Keith. We, Keith. Something. You see, the, you see the other day how he posted his whole school um, shoe collection. Yeah. And he's like, man, I wanted these since I was a kid. That's me. <laughs> so that's like your Mike Jones moment. Like back then, they didn't want me. <laughs> yeah, but it's like back then I couldn't get it. Yeah. Now I got the money. I'm buying all of it. Okay. I'm talking. I be buy, I be trying to buy everything that dropped. My wife be like, "Yo, what are you doing? We're trying to buy a house. Let me have my time a little bit. Just a little, a little bit, please." Mm. And, and that's understandable because things. I I had that same thing too when I was when I got older. I got I was making a little bit more money, and then I brought. It, it took me just two purchases. I had brought some Jordans. 
And I'm like, 220. I got lucky I got them for 220. And I see how much they skyrocketed afterwards. And I'm like, do I want this to be my life on a regular? Let me keep buying $200 shoes? I was like, never again. That's why never I stopped again. buying Jordans and all that. Yeah, I, st- I, stopped, I stopped caring about, like, because I was like, okay, I got to get the Jordans. I got to get the Jordan fit. You know what I'm saying? I got to get all the stuff. <laughs> I moved to Air Max. I think that's the lack of financial literacy in our culture, in oh, our damn. community. You know what I mean? Like, oh, damn. Yeah, like if you're making more money, why would you want to spend more on like? No, that's facts. That, that that's a hundred percent true. But it's like to me, it's not about spending more. Although it does get to spending more, right? But I think it's really just like a lot of people they yearn for what they wanted as a kid. Sometimes, even in your adult life, some of the stuff you wanted as a kid, when you have the opportunity to get it, it's like, yo, I'm gonna go get it. Unless you don't care anymore. Therapy. Yeah. Therapy solves all of that. Man, that's just thinking no moments, man. <laughs> no, I don't even. I don't even. That, to me, it's just my wife saying, "Yo, stop! What are you doing?" Yeah. And I stopped. I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm, I'm done." After this last prayer, I said it like four times, but like the last time I said it, I was for real. Yeah. Like after this last prayer, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. You that sun hot drop. I mean, do you really wear all of them? No, nah, I don't. But honestly, I don't care that I don't wear all of them. I have mm. maybe five or six that I have in rotation, and the rest is just like. I'm just waiting to get my house because these are going to be on display. Okay, okay. Mm. Basketball jerseys, too. I buy, though. Every time I buy uh, okay. a shoe, I buy a basketball jersey that Associate matches it. Okay, okay. Because I already know how my room is going to look when I get that house. Okay, mm. okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. A little more bit. So, more so like a collection. She don't thing. like it. She like me. Mm. I think we try to convince ourselves that things Marie. make sense to justify our uh, lack of, again, financial literacy. But does that mean it don't make sense? It's just... If it makes if you like it, I love it. <laughs> That's what that people word. say when they're like, nigga, you wrong. You wrong for that, man. If you like it, I love it. I can't tell you what to do, but I feel like that's a problem that we have as a community, like trying to we're buying stuff that we're not even using. See, but and, and that's the thing, it's like when you it's not even it's buying stuff that you're not using, but I feel like it's also a sense of like I'm going it. to collect these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to collect them. Why? It's my hobby. I like it. I, mm. These are the things that I want. Of course, there's a time where it's like, yo, stop. You are broke. Don't do it. All right, oh, you, so you have to wait to be broke. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like you can't buy it with if you don't have the money to buy it. Don't think that you should buy this if all your bills are not paid yet. How are you going... Your bills ain't paid. You ain't got none in your savings. So you want to buy shoes? He said, listen, they said they just did the new Jordans just dropped. I got nah, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm like that. But I I'm think, not like that. I think we forgot what the great prophet Little Boosie said. <laughs> Gas <laughs> tank on E, but all, all drinks, drinks on me. That's 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 only that's that's a rare occasion. <laughs> that's a but rare that's how thing. I feel like we move as a community. He was feeling himself that night. That night. No, I think that was Webby. No, it was, no, boozy. It was, it was boozy. boozy. It was boozy. Whichever one said it. Look, that was a rare night. He was feeling himself that night. But Listen. that's what we do. We have all these impulse. Like, we buy stuff just because of the, the itch that we get, you know? But it's like. Well, I used to be itching, boy. You might want to get that check, bro. No, 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 no. Not that itch. Not that itch. <laughs> I went crazy last year, man. I went crazy last year for real. But I'm all right, though. I love yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't think it should be. Going back to the topic, I don't think it should. Matter mixing and matching. It doesn't. It's just if you ask me, I'm gonna say it does. But it really doesn't. It does. It looks tacky sometimes. Uh, It it does. Sometimes it does. But it's like you got Puma with Reebok socks. You got Reebok socks? You ain't Reebok socks. Plain old socks. I had to look, my dumb man. I ain't gonna lie. Them the socks I was was looking for some socks like that. The little striped socks. Mm -hmm. As them Amazon socks. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. It's that Reebok. All you gotta do is type in Amazon striped socks (laughs) on the Amazon thing. Got them. Nah, but the thing is for me, I try not to care too much about mixing and matching brands. But I do, I do pay attention. The biggest thing that might be the main brand I probably might wear might be my shoes. Everything else probably don't matter. I probably might, you might, I might got to shit off of Walmart. Oh, and see, that's the other thing. These t-shirts be five dollars at Walmart. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like if I'm all I wear is black tees, white tees, five dollars <laughs> from Walmart. I feel like all that other money I could allocate it to the shoes. <laughs> see, that's smart. See, he he redirecting his balance. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's balance. Really, I'm kind of an accountant if you think about it. <laughs> the way I'm allocating money to different places. <laughs> what I said, Jack of all trades. Come right? on, man. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. All right, so we can go ahead and get to the next segment. The next segment we have today is Skin Deep. Skin Deep is where we like to take the main topic, go a little bit more deeper than the surface. You feel me? And today, I want to talk to you guys about religion. 
Especially religion within the black community, you feel me? The, within the black community, we tend to have a real deep relationship with church. You feel me? Majority of us has some type of relationship with church. You know, most black people grew up in church somehow. How was you guys' relationship with church and growing up within it? For me, I, my parents, they raised us inside the church. So we used to go to church all the time. You feel me? Same. So it was like... You know, yeah. I used to hate it because my dad used to wake us up. This is this is the one reason why I don't like. I don't like people touching my feet, and this is the reason why. Uh, my dad, whenever he used to wake us up to go to church, he would always like grab my toes and pull them, and I'm like, "Hey, man, get that shit off." <laughs> so, so ever since then, I try to get my feet done. The little Asian lady trying to touch on my feet, and they just like I get like, on back. Yeah, I be like, "Hey, man, get your I don't want to go to church." <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it is for me. You feel me? So, and then just the experience of church. Church is. It's it, it's an experience you honestly have to go through for you to honestly understand mm-hmm. it the majority of the time because every church is not the same. You yeah. Feel me? Yeah. Um. Sunday we used to do Sunday school, all that Bible study, all that stuff. So like we used to go to church every week. Yeah. Same how, for how, me. How? Like I think growing up, I only knew the three L's, which were Lickaw, Lakai, Ligleys. Exactly. That is it. Like you come from. Um, school, you go on to church. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. You come home, though. then you go to school the next day. <laughs> <laughs> then you come from school, you go on to church again. Like I feel like growing up, we were at church multiple times a week, mm-hmm. and Sundays were like we were there twice. Whoa. And the service is not like an sure, hour. It's like long. you're. You're there from 9 a.m. to like 1 p.m. And don't let them have like the meetings after church. You're leaving at like around 4. You know, and then you're coming just, right back at 6. And the crazy thing is like, why we don't just have one big service <laughs> from like 2 to two to 4, 2 to 5? And then we're here it. from 8 to 11.30 or not, 7 to 11.30. Everybody go home. Hey, yo, we back here at 6. Yeah. For, for, for youth for youth meetings. Mm-hmm. And then at seven we got the uh, the, the yeah, night service. You yeah. feel me? It's like why we couldn't just do some from one at least one to six. At least I still have some time in the afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. You feel me? But I feel like for me personally, that's why like I as I got older, I rebelled against church because mm. it's like no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Like in high school, Definitely. it was just like, I'm not going today. Yeah. Like I'm not going on Tuesday. I just came from church twice on Sunday. Like Jesus knows my heart. <laughs> Listen, like that. Once you got to that stage in your life where your parents let you decide if you was gonna go to church, it was just like. So they asked you like, you going to church? You be saying like, I had a choice. <laughs> like. Didn't you just make us go all the time? Yeah, I don't think I had a choice. I think I just rebelled. Oh, enough to where it's like... Where it's like, I, I get stopped asking. Like, even now when I go home on Sundays, my mom will still talk smack because now she's at a point where she knows I've been out of the house for like 10 years plus. Mm. She knows not to ask me anymore because I'm not going to go. The answer is a no. But she'll still talk smack. Like, yeah. oh, are you taking Sky to church? Like, Sky don't even know. Like, Jesus and this, this, and this. I didn't know Jesus at her age either like <laughs> i was just going because y'all maybe i had no choice i think i think that's the problem though i think the problem is that a lot of people they um they force they ch- their children to to go to church but they don't force them that not force but they don't open up the space for them to have an actual relationship with god mm-hmm. i was forced, <laughs> you know, forced? No, that's, see, that's what i'm saying because it's like you can't force a relationship with god you can't force a relationship with nobody exactly so it's like i wasn't i was forced to go to church but I was taught to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's like having Haitian parents, it's like, of course, they're going to think the only way you can have a relationship with God is if you go to church. And I understand that. But at the same time, it's like when um, when I got older, got my car, I would still go. But it's like I would come late, leave mm-hmm. early, or I would um, <clears throat> not show up at all one Sunday. But I used to be preaching. So it's like, I gotta be on time. Wait, <laughs> you feel so me? You're one of those preachers. I gotta be on time. Like I, I have to be there. Yeah. And it's like one of the mandates um, to actually preach is you know you gotta attend the Bible studies mm-hmm. um, or you have to attend the um, the Friday night services. You feel me? One or the other. At least two times a month. So I think that's the rule anyway. So yeah. so now it's like I I try to finesse it like all right if I go this Tuesday. I ain't got to go the next Tuesday or I just don't go at all. But it's like, I think there's a, there's, there's a difference between um, talking about when I'm younger now, I used to be forced to go, mm-hmm. but I think to me and my, in my um, experience anyways, it opened up a space for me to have a relationship with God. 
You get what I'm saying? It's not the yeah. same for everybody. Cause that's not what, that's everybody, what happened with mm-hmm. everybody. Like you said, a lot of people they just rebelled. Like, bro, y'all forced me to go here. Watch with the watch the next time I go. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going no more. Do, do you I, guys go ahead? Do you guys see that there's a decline in church attendance? Because through through your experience with Giddy, I know you say you 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 kind of stopped going because it was more so being forced upon you. For me, as myself, I stopped attending as well because thing is also like this is something that I'm kind of being forced to do. I never really build my own relationship the way how I was supposed to. Did you want to? Yeah, I did at a point in time, but thing is like. Damn, I'm, I'm mainly going because y'all making me go. No, I mean, like, in your adult life, did you yeah, want to? Yeah, I actually have. I tried. Okay. And then I, we went from there. I think, yeah, there's a um, decline um, because I don't know what devilish person established brunching, but I felt like... That was like, the devil. The devil invented brunch, so y'all don't go to church. Right, That's smart. Exactly. Y'all this putting it. brunch on <laughs> Sunday, so now y'all This me right me. here? Because every time... <laughs> So now it's like, okay, Jesus listen, or food. <laughs> listen, listen, trap music. <laughs> listen, I love me a good parent. My nigga. <laughs> I'm a mofa. Them chicken and walls be crazy, ain't it? <laughs> but it's like ever since brunching became a thing, I think that's kind of slowly where like a lot of mo- millennials, I can say, stop Definitely. going to church because it's like. That might be facts. Hold y'all on, might have to like, stop going to brunch if y'all want a relationship <laughs> with God. If, if, listen. Then you want you want attendance to go up? Bring that brunch to church. Listen here, I seen some churches will. I seen communion, bro. Listen here, I seen them little crackers. I be giving. Listen, it's not gonna be the same brunch you think, bro. It's not gonna be the same brunch. I know Jesus tastes better than the crackers y'all using. They not. It's not gonna be the same brunch you thinking, dog. But no, that, that's that's honestly true. Though mm-hmm. I feel like um because even in with me um there'll be some days where I tell my wife, all right, cool, let's go to uh, let's go to brunch on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's like we wake up and I'm like, damn. Can I go to church and go to brunch? That's that spirit of conviction. Do I gotta, do I gotta pick one? You feel me? Can I go lift my hands and thank Pray. God? And after that, lift my hands and. Tell I mean, I might be a but little. But my loophole is I'm married, so I could. That's my loophole. To me, that's my loophole. Because it's like, who's gonna be shaking their booty on me? My wife. Man. You feel me? That's my. Don't look at me crazy, please. <laughs> she gonna keep looking at me crazy. That's my. That's my loophole. Just based off my mm. um, my relationship with God, my spirituality, and everything like that. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So I can balance the two, but to me, now you got me thinking. Brunch is the devil now. That's because you said that. Now you got me I'm thinking sorry. it now. You got me thinking it. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. I be brunching. Well, I go to church and then I brunch. Mm-hmm. But now, no, I, no, I do as well. Yeah, but I do as well. Now they are the devil because they they put the podcasts on Sundays now. So it's like Jesus or podcasts. Oh, I'm lucky. My church early in the morning. My there, church early in the morning. There's early services that I could attend too, but you know the one that you already have going on. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of so. So when you make it to the pearly gates, and then Jesus actually what happened? Jesus will understand. Will, yeah. You can you can blame it on me. Well, it was Will and Jody. <laughs> it was Will and Jody. They changed the dates. You see what they trying to do? <laughs> right. When we were doing it on Saturday, it was good. Even though I never attended church then too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God go run that. Back. He gonna run that tape no, back. Nah, don't blame she, Lou. Listen, nah, she, she was like, I was working on it. I was building Nah, don't blame right, Lou. Right. But, nah, but which brunch is the litters though? Saturday or Sunday brunch? Sunday. Sunday. Come on, man. Cause then it's, you want to know, it's, man. It's always better, like, when you know it's a sin, I don't know why, but it's it, 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 a little bit different. <laughs> no, but also, like, too, you know you about to go to work Monday, too. So, listen here. This is my last turn up before I got to start this work week. See, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like on Fridays, everybody be ready to go out. Mm-hmm. So, Saturday, especially, man, no, Saturday, everybody is outside. No, we're resting. We're old. I'm outside on Saturdays. By yourself. <laughs> hey, more, more brunch for me. More mimosas, more putting all that stuff yeah. for me. Sun, Sunday's a better brunch. Because thing is like after you probably go out, maybe it's maybe Saturday. If you go out Saturday, then you might like okay, I gotta wake up and go ahead and get this little last bit before I start this work week mm-hmm. Monday. Sunday, I don't want to do that on Sunday, bro. I be having to wake up too early on Monday. I'm one of them people like, bro, I want to be in my house by six o'clock. And that's on why you what brunch I be going to on Sunday that brunch, end at six o'clock. Brunch, brunch supposed to start like around like eleven. Brunch right. start at twelve. Brunch is from twelve to five. Okay, so six years old. Exactly. No, but, but see, he did to go to brunch after party. Thank you, thank you. That's I got on it. You. That's you five to whenever. That's that's on you. That's five to whenever. That is a you thing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to discipline yourself. You know. That's why I say Saturday. That's why I say Saturday. You said you said who be well, having? Yeah. The, why are you going to a brunch after party? <laughs> because they do compa after. 
Oh no. Yeah, you don't be tired. Wait. Velvet Lounge. Check first, it out. They do compa after. First of all, that sounds like double sending. No, nah, it's me. not, man. Not if you with your wife. <laughs> I know why you let shit get down. Like, try to use your compa. You try to oh, no, no, see, no, don't dance compa with no random person. Don't do that. That's what makes it the most fun. You see, that, that's that that's that sending this fun thing again right there. <laughs> hey, I'm very spiritual. Okay? I am spiritual. <laughs> let, let, me, let me ask y'all this. Do you guys see that there's a difference between spirituality and religion? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know the difference? Well, no. It, what does what what difference meaning to you? I mean, spiritual is just like believing in a higher, to me, believing mm-hmm. in a higher power, knowing that like there's there's a creator out in the, you know, someone who created this universe and really lean into that universe or person for um, understanding and knowledge and just, you know, just believing in something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. Religion, I think, is more like, okay, Christian and Catholic and and all of that. And I think that for me, that's where it gets a little shaky. Yeah. Cause I'm like seeing, maybe I never had the best examples as far as like people who are religious, but I feel like we pick and choose when it's like someone who's religious, Mm -hmm. you're picking and choosing which verse in the Bible, which Testament you want to follow. You know what I mean? Like I, except for the black Israelites, cause they take like, my my cousin is one and he was trying to get me to convert for like three years. I went to a church one time. I said, this ain't for me. He told you from the tribe of Levi. Like and the crazy part is that church, like their church was upstairs. It's like in the cut in Miami. And there was a Christian church downstairs. And they were they had music and you could hear it. That's what I'm used to. They're like, listen to these heathens downstairs. I'm like <laughs> And they probably say the same thing. Let's make some noise for them for them heathens upstairs. I'm like, what? And then like for me, the experience was pretty cool. They did like the prayers to the walls, like they have the four walls or whatever. I, I don't really know. But a lot of the thing was in Hebrew too, so I was just confused. I went one time. The service, you think Haitian churches are long? Oh no, their services are long. It was a, it was you know, I went whatever, but yeah, it just it wasn't for me. But aside from them, like I don't think I've seen like any. religion or religious mm-hmm. people that I've encountered who actually like follows the Bible or their religion like to to a T. Hold on. You know? Listen. If these niggas if their religion <laughs> is not right, I don't know what's gonna be wrong with them. Man. But honestly, uh who is it? Uh Jehovah Witnesses. Let me tell you how committed <laughs> Jehovah Witnesses are. Listen, the start of the pandemic, you know Jehovah's Witnesses, they go to door to door, knock on your door. These niggas so committed, they out here put a letter in my mailbox during the pandemic to try to, instead of knocking no, on my committed. door, they committed. They wrote a handwritten letter mm-hmm. talking about, we got some more information for you. And they did that to everybody house on, up this street. And I'm like, listen, for, for you to commit like this, you got to be right. They're probably, the, for me, honestly, they're probably the most committed group or denomination or religion, whatever you want to call them, in America. Because, like, they actually yeah. do the job that they're supposed to do. You feel me? <laughs> According to what is, their yeah, religion. Ask, what is the job? Proclaiming, um, witnessing, um, bringing in other uh, uh, people, um, people con- helping to convert, spreading out the word, spreading out the, uh, I want to say gospel, but it's probably not gospel. Jehovah, the word of Jehovah. The word of Jehovah. I think they are the most committed. Because Christians, even some Christians ain't going to do that for you. They're not going to be out there in the heat for you. Right, you feel no. Me? No, they, they, they're not. So it's like they're committed. But honestly, with me, the idea of spirituality is just like she said. You mm. believe in a higher power. Mm. Um, you believe in the spiritual realm. Mm. Um, you believe in all of that. I think the what happens is religion places rules on the spiritual. I would agree. Correct. So it's like, okay, cool. You're spiritual. Yes. What spirit? <laughs> exactly. You feel me? What higher power? You feel me? A lot of people say God, and then you still got to ask, which God or what God are, are you referring to? Yeah, because God could be like more so like a title. Of it, what they exactly. Yeah, so it's like that's when you get closer to and you say, oh, I'm Christian. Then people will, okay, cool. 
God, God, or who, <laughs> yeah. or who the uh, I can, the popular God is. Just like if you say um, Muslim, they'll it's the same God. Allah, Jewish, mm-hmm. same God. Uh, I you, can't pronounce that. You feel me? <laughs> same, same God, still same God. It's just when you get into, I think it's really more so the um, the out the Eastern. The, the Eastern religions that have, you know, different gods and, and the African religions that have different gods. Mm. But I feel like being spiritual, there's nothing wrong with being spiritual based on how I was raised. There's nothing wrong with being spiritual as long as you are aware of, like, what spirit it is that you are trying to mm-hmm. connect to. You feel me? Of course, with me, I was raised Christian, so mm-hmm. it's like God. But it's like the way that people speak on Christianity is not how... I was taught to practice spiritual um, um, Christianity. I was taught to practice. Teach, I was taught to practice spirit, uh, Christianity more in a spiritual sense mm. sense than more of a um, a religious sense. You feel me? Relying on God for certain things as opposed to um, chastising people and um, belittling people and yeah. condemning people. I was taught just like the Jehovah Witnesses. They go out and they speak. Um, on God or they speak on Christ, I was taught to do the same thing. Do I go out in the sun and do it? No. <laughs> I don't go out in the sun and do it. But it's like the days or the moments or the things that I, I could do it on social media. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if Je- the Jehovah Witnesses know this now, but they're in social media. So it's like... <laughs> Wait, yeah. Don't let them come on my face. You ain't got to be in the sun. No, no. Hey, man, if God, if that's what you want to do, you can still do things the old ways. It's just because now I feel like there's just a lot more technology and a lot better ways to do things. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. Come to God if you need to. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to to do things. It's like that's how I choose to do it. That's how mm. I choose to practice it. I just feel like there's just a negative eyes on religion in general mm. that people don't understand that the way that religion is, it's like this because people in a way like got this. involved yeah. into it. I was going to ask, yeah. like, why do you think it's like that? But you just answer that. But um, just to piggyback, I feel like Two, a lot of reason why a lot of millennials will consider themselves spiritual as opposed to um, religious is the fact that a lot of people who are Christians or Catholics are very rigid in their ways, right? Yeah. And I feel like millennials are more fluid. Yeah. We're more accepting of different like identities or different different things that even like identities, cultures, people. Yeah, every we're, aspect we're of your more life. accepting of, of that. People. But like the older generation, especially, it's it's an issue. Like let somebody with locks go to, to uh, and, a church, yeah, and yeah. try to preach or do anything. It's like, whoa, what is happening? Like I. I've recently I've overheard a conversation where some guy was on stage and he had like a not a brush cut but like the with the not a mohawk but like you know how y'all be having the little Uh, S curl oh he used a brush and he did the yeah but they were saying (laughs) like his hair was too long for him to be up on the pulpit and it's like whose standards like see that's that's super religious. But and, that, and that's kind of stupid because Samson had a lot of hair, and that's the thing. But even then, that's why it's like <laughs> they they're, they're, they're picking and choosing which yeah. verse in the Bible they want to follow, they want to abide by. But that's that's what's keeping a lot of younger people out of the church, or having us now create our own churches, or like, <laughs> for instance. Pastor Mike Todd, like him dressing how he dressed and being so like. Mm just inviting or just like more relatable than your average pastor that's what's drawing in the millennials that's Mm. more of the representation that we need to see we want to see as opposed to somebody who's suited up every sunday on stage now you're you're setting there's like a a a distance yeah disconnection between the two because it's like for in order for me to know your god i have to come like this, how you are. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, you know, like I, you still got to have reverence in the house of the Lord, you know. Mm. But come on, no, you know something. <laughs> that word reverence right there, you know something. No, you know something. I, I know you know something. Mm. I was at church. I felt it a little bit. That just hit me on my throat. <laughs> you, you got you got it. You got it. It says be relatable, you, and that's a, honestly the thing when it comes to religion. As if if I'm the shepherd, you feel me, and I'm trying to help lead the sheep to the word of God. I have to be something like they want to listen to what I got, I got to say. And the best thing for most people when it comes to millennials and stuff like that, it's relatability. Mm-hmm. Can, can, can you relate with me in a sense that makes me want to attend the mm-hmm. church? And that's that's actually the best uh, marketing stat. Damn, I said marketing. That's, no, that's, it is, it is that's marketing. the best marketing strategy you can do when it comes to things in that nature. It is, it is marketing because um, 
again, the relatability is going to get people there. That's why I feel like a lot of the, um, I want to say the older generation churches mm -hmm. who are not okay with change and who are not open to change, they're a lot more traditional. I'm like, yo, there's still a way that you can apply tradition, but in a new put manner. a little bit of put some makeup on it and mm -hmm. make it look different because the same ideals that my dad has or the same principles that my dad has. Of course, there was a time where I'm like, man, I don't know if that's right, but it's like throughout my growth and um, in Christ and everything like that. I'm like, okay, cool. I see it. I understand it. God has put it on my heart or in my mind this way, but there's another way we could deliver this message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Cause I'll go, I'll go to church like this. I'm not going to preach like this. <laughs> you you go church, yeah. I, I'm going to go to church like this. When I preach, I've, I've preached in a black tea before. And of course, my he going to be like, yo, come on, bro. You got to please just do it, do it a little <laughs> yeah. bit different. Little you bit, feel me? Because yeah. there's still going to be people who have the visual. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Who have the visual aspect of things. So mm -hmm. it's like, I understand that. But the way that I work with my dad, it's like he's he's okay with, yo, um, how can we do this? To make it more appealing You mm -hmm. feel me yeah. And I feel like That's what a lot of churches Are are missing And I feel like They're too Sometimes too rigid Or strict on Oh if you do this You're going to hell If you do that You're going to hell Convicting <laughs> As opposed to God is accepting Of all people Facts You feel me And I preach on this All the time It's like yo Christ when he was Walking around He wasn't saying Nah I can't talk to you Because of this I can't talk to you Because of that mm -hmm. But that's what a lot of people A lot of Christians Are doing yeah. now It's like yo You can't say that You for Christ Christian But you just attacking the people who you feel like is doing the sin that you're not doing. But I think a lot of Christians feel like they're better than the average person. They're religious as heck. They know yeah. they're not tapped into the spiritual side. That's actually right. I, I wouldn't even just put it just solely on Christians. I think most people in any religion, because even with like Muslims, you feel me? They they are very strict within their culture and their, within their religion. If you don't follow the the Quran and do everything that inside their uh, mm -hmm. doctrine, then you're wrong. You feel me? Those people. Those I remember I seen a video. Of this dude, he was arguing with somebody. He's like, I left the country because I, you guys don't want me there because he was he was gay. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm Muslim, but because my sexual preference is an issue for within the religion, y'all would kill me if I stay there. Yeah. So that that whole thing of like how people view. They try to stick by the rules and stuff like that. It's always be issue. So I wouldn't even put it just on Christians. Yeah, right. No, I'm only speaking yeah. for Christians yeah. because that's what I know. Grew up on yeah. what you know. Yeah, yeah. Then, that's what I know. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Facts. You're right on that. Because even Christians as well. Because like, I've seen people, they were like, yo, use what Christians say, come as you are to the church. But why are you dressed like that? What you mean? Yeah, what, that, what you now mean? you're an extremist. Right. You're, you're a super extremist. Because I got on the fresh jeans. Yeah. <laughs> you're an God extremist. You know it's crazy. They can see your bank account. You know it's crazy. They couldn't afford it. There was a point. There was a point where, um, where every time I buy some new shoes, new fit, I'd wear the church first. You feel me? No, I, I, used to I really do that would. Too. Yeah, I wear the church first just to be like, you know what? Thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to wear this. <laughs> he said, oh, oh y'all think I? No, that's, that's not why I wore my church. Wore like, if I'm a drop of fit, so if if God is the reason, I feel like I'm getting this money. Uh-uh. That, that he, was said, he said I'm gonna go to church And I'm gonna stun on them I'm gonna stun on them I'm gonna show them The blessings of God I'm gonna show them The blessings So now My dad and my mom um, They used to get on me For not dressing Appropriately to church mm -hmm. What they would call Appropriately You know Tie Sleeve yeah. long Sleeve shirt And all that And they'd be like You don't see how Everybody else They in this They in that And you You got on a t-shirt You got on tennis shoes Jeans And I just look like Y'all just don't know How much this fit costs <laughs> Y'all just don't know, bro. Listen, I'll tell them like, listen here, God has blessed me with drip. They ain't got. I got like a that. cool three hundred on me right now. Your whole suit three hundred. These shoes three hundred. Listen. Oh, and I used to really look at it. I used to, and I, I ain't gonna lie. I still do look at it in the sense of it's like, yo, yeah. I get what you're saying, but you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm thanking God for the yeah. opportunity right now. Listen, you get what I'm saying. That's but it's like a lot of people do. They are. Um, extremist mm -hmm. and I don't understand why because if they just open the Bible and they go to that uh, I think it's in Luke where they was about to stone the woman for um, sleeping with um, mm -hmm. all those uh, all those um, husbands or whatever like that mm -hmm. and Christ is like well who he who is without the sin yeah. uh, first cast he who is without sin cast the first stone, stone. Mm -hmm. and all of them disappeared so now it's like if Christ is accepting of this person who did wrong Christ knows she did wrong mm -hmm. why are we now in this space, in in this age, in twenty twenty three, 
still trying to condemn people for something that they did wrong instead of giving them the space or the opportunity to change. Mind you, sometimes it's it's a favoritism thing mm-hmm. because they were about to stone that woman for messing with other people's husband, but where were the husbands that, that slept with her? <laughs> they, but, was, they picked up their stones too. You feel me? They picked up their stones but too. I also so it's think, like. I also think too, like when we judge others, is so we don't have to look upon ourselves. That's fine. You, know you know what I mean? And the Bible speaks on that. It's like, yo, before you address the um, sawdust in somebody's ass, how about the big log in yours? Yeah. You feel me? Or the thorn. Yeah, whatever it says. I'm not that deep into it. But. Yeah. I, but Like for me, ironically, like I grew up in the church. I left the church, I want to say in my 20s, like early 20s, maybe whatever, like towards my teens, it was on and off, but officially like early 20s. But like when I was in the church, I did not have a relationship with God. Mm hmm. I was just attending church because that's what I needed to do. Right. But it wasn't until actually in recent years that I started knowing God for myself and I don't go to church as frequently as I should, but I'm more spiritual now, or I have a better relationship with God now than than I ever did when I was in the church, when I was going multiple times a week. Now it's like, I, I, this is, God is my dog. You know, he wasn't in it then. Right. Now it's like, I'm finding out who God is for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing how he is working in my life. I'm, I have a relationship with him. You got, you got God on the hotline. You feel me? I sure do. You You feel me? That going to church and religion, this is for me, I I view it as that's something that's supposed to help refine your spirituality connection with God. It is. Right. I'm supposed to have that direct hard line connection from me to God. On my own. Yeah, exactly. And then, Religion, church, and all the other aspects, that's going to that's gonna, be the that's gonna to help strengthen to, right. to build you to up. Cultivate. Yeah. So when the devil try to come and tell me, don't go to church on Sunday, they got brunch, your little boost, supposed to put up to the club at brunch spot this week. <laughs> I don't be sitting here thinking like, you know, he had faith in God. His gas tank was on E. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> instead of doing that, instead of going to brunch for that, I'm going to go to the church because yeah. I got a connection with God. But it's different because I used to think, well, I can't really pray if I'm not at church. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like back then, it's just like that was when I was really praying. If I'm learning the um, scriptures, it's really because that's what was assigned to me from Sunday school or yeah. whatnot. Not even knowing the meaning of it. Now it's like any moment of the day, if I need a prayer, I'm gonna <laughs> drop it. Like I could be driving, I'm yeah. dropping it. Like now, my daughter knows like the the songs and like mm-hmm. it's it's different for me because even though I'm not going often and she's not going often. She's still knowing. She's still seeing. I'm still leading by example, you know? Like, every morning, she already knows. We're driving to school. Elevation music. Like, we, we're going to listen to, like, Maverick City. Yeah. Because that's just that's just what's getting us in the mood. Now, coming back, we might be listening to SZA. That's when, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's when not in my jazz flip on you. Around 12 o'clock, they go back. But, you know, it's still that it's balance. Right? It, it's still that, yeah. that balance, now though. Like... No, but my it. relationship with God, like, yeah, that, that's my dog. We about to be reading the scripture. We, we're going to do, like, yes, the, God, like, the, the church is, is the body of Christ or whatever it is. But I can have a relationship with him and connect with him without really having to, to be in that space. The body can't function. I feel like to, to, a certain, to a certain degree or to a certain point. Okay. Elaborate. Because... Um, there are things that, yes, I can do on my own mm-hmm. in terms of, like, my walk with God. But there will be times where I'm going to need that that extra, support. that push, that support. And you that is me? when I go to CLC, <laughs> <laughs> the Christian Life Center. And I say, and I say, <laughs> and I say that, be, and it's like, there's, there's certain, t- you're not going to know all the time when those moments are. You're going to feel it sometimes because, like, man, let me go ahead and, uh, it's getting a little too rough out here. Let me yeah. go ahead and get up and go to church. You feel me? Because obviously, me praying on my own ain't making that but happen. Even like my YouTube algorithm, you will see like Pastor Sarah, um, Sarah Jakes. Jake's. Yeah, you mm. will see um, 
Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd. Like you will see all of that. A little bit of Steve Harvey, a little bit of poor minds and horrible decisions yeah. in 85 I ain't going to lie, but I'm just the same way. <laughs> but the it's same balance. Way. It's no, balance. You. You, like, YouTube knows sometimes I need a little, a little word. Bad, you know, I, I need a little, I need a pick me up. But it's the fact that like with social media and everything being so accessible, like you don't really have to physically be in the church anymore, you know? And again, if I feel like I do, I'm going to right down the street to CLC. <laughs> With your little check-in. Yeah. Yeah. That don't be dangerous, though, though. I tried to live that life, bro. Of going like when you wanted to. Okay. You how, feel how, me? How, how did that work out for you? And it, what do you mean when you wanted to? When I wanted to, as in like, let me not say going when I wanted to. Let me say I tried to um, be active when I wanted to. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like um, my the closest the closest way I could um, I could say it to yours is I was preaching for a while. I stopped preaching. Mm. Why did I stop preaching? Because I felt convicted. Mm. You know I mean? Before I was mad, I was like, damn, bro. I looked at myself in the mirror like, bro, you can't be preaching and doing what you're doing. What was you doing? Sinning. Sinning. Uh. <laughs> you can't be preaching and, and know the backseat of a car like that, bro. Yeah. So it's like, you got to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> So I stopped yeah. preaching, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped preaching, right? <laughs> so I stopped preaching because I was like, Lord, I ain't good enough, Lord. I said, Lord, I ain't good enough. You feel me? So, um, and I said, I said, I ain't going to lie, boy. When I get married, it's going to be over for y'all because I'm going to be able to talk how I want mm-hmm. to. I'm going to be able to uh, uh, be at church how I want to. And I'm going to be able to just, you know, speak on certain things the way that I feel like I should be speaking on them. I couldn't do it before because I feel like I was losing the battle to um to spirituality versus you know the things of the world and everything like that what was dangerous was what if i did not have that opportunity to actually change mm. you feel me yeah. what if i didn't have the opportunity to 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 make that curb or take a different path that's why i say it's dangerous because there's it's not all the time it's not everybody don't get the same amount of chances some people get 50 some, some people, people get five. Some, some people, people get, get one. one. Just based on the things that God is like, yo, you should know this. I've given you chances or this or that and the third. So it's like, that's why I say it's dangerous. I think the opportunities that you have to show God that you hear from him, you should show him. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And if that's, oh, um, I ain't doing nothing this morning. Let me go to church. Even that to me is like you ain't doing nothing, so you going to church. It's like you got to make priorities sometimes. You got to yeah, prioritize facts. God. You get what I'm saying? And it's not always going to church that's going to show that you prioritize God because you can go to church and you totally disconnect. Yeah. Even if that means calling people over to um, have a little prayer circle with you, because church is church because we call it church, but church is really the people that are in the church. That could be anywhere. Right. That could be here. That could be outside under a palm tree, wherever mm. it may be. But as long as you have that fellowship with people, that community, that community, that's mm. church. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say, yeah, they're on church virtually and everything like that. And I respect that. And I understand that. But I just feel like sometimes it's just a difference when there's that physical like with, the disconnect. With, yeah, no, 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 not a disconnect. It's just like when there's actually people there with you. You get what I'm saying? And you guys are all connected spiritually. That's what the spiritual gets into it. Mm-hmm. Because the virtual churches, yeah, you're 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 connected with them, but are they connected with you? I get you. If that makes sense. I get you. Because now, now it seems like it's it's one way. Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, that's to me. Cause cause you're just you're just on the receiving end. Of yeah, the you're just on like the receiving end or whatever. But it's like when you have three people here with you and you guys are all spiritually connected in the same room in the same space. Because I give like because when I'm give and take. Because when I when I think about spiritual, I put it like way up here in terms of spirituality, spirituality, the spiritual realm, things that happen in the spirit that we can't see. It's high up to me. And it's like once people are connected more or around each other more, that's when I feel like spirits are really, really connected. And um, that's when I feel like spirits really come together for a purpose. That was long winded. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, I can I can kind of agree to a certain extent in regards to like the virtual churches because I attend them often. And like for me, I feel like. 
I feel connected, you know? And, and again, that's just, I'm just speaking. Right, right, me, right, yeah. right. So for me, it works. But when I feel like I'm on E for real, for real, I'm like, I need to be at a physical church. Then I will like go to church and like fill my spirit back up. Yeah. But like, I have no problem attending the virtual churches, but that's because again, when I'm, when I'm there, I, like when I'm watching it, I'm there, you know, I'm connected. Like, and again, I'll listen to, gyra or like refiner or something like that to get me to 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 feel like i like my spiritual clock or whatever is it my tank is filling up you know like that works for me and that's what but. people don't understand too a lot of things could work there's a lot of different things that actually are true people are sometimes looking for one truth where it's like what you're saying is right what i'm saying is right it's just right. a lot of people when it comes to religion it's like nah you're wrong you shouldn't be doing right. this or you shouldn't be doing that. They don't understand the idea of, nah, a lot of these things can be true. Yeah. I think you just got to figure out what works for what you, works for you yeah. and what's going to get you to be more connected to God or the higher power or whatever you um, believe in, you know, and you so, got to go to God for that. But yeah, even that, another thing, sorry, this is like well, interesting. Cause I just had this conversation with somebody and they were like going off. Cause I'm like, they're very religious mm -hmm. And I have, <laughs> I, I'm good. I, essentially, I, I was just like, okay, whatever. So I have a really good friend of mine who is an atheist. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, how are you calling yourself spiritual or you believe in God? But one of your really good friends is an atheist. I'm like, what does that have to do with me personally? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're just like, well, Jesus sent us here to, to spread the word and this, this, and this. This person has been an atheist for a very long time. Like when that person is around, like our group of friends, we respect him. So it's just like, if we got to pray, we're going to let him know, hey, we're going to pray or we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like you decide how you want to move. Like it's not like him being an atheist doesn't affect us in one way or another, you know, and y'all not forcing it down his throat. We're not forcing yeah. it down his throat because pause. he, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ain't got to pause. <laughs> no, he the one who said it. He the one who said it. But like, cause he started off in the church, mm -hmm. you know, something happened where it's like, you know, one I'm, of those cases. Yeah. Right. So it, it's not, I feel like we he knows where we stand and we know where he stands and it's like we'll talk about God whatever but I don't feel like we should cut him off because no you shouldn't he, right but that's that was the argument the person was making like how are you still choosing to be friends with this person maybe God put that person on your path it's like there's there's, there's it sh there shouldn't be a, a a blatant cut off I can't be friends with you because you're not Christian. I don't. I never thought that should be the case. It's really more so to me, anyways. If I'm cool with somebody and they tell me, "Yo, this is the lifestyle I live," if I choose to still be cool with them, then I'm accepting and respecting, accepting and respecting the lifestyle that they're living. Mm -hmm. Right. If it becomes too much for me and I can't take it, then I can back off. Right. Same thing with me. Mm -hmm. This is the lifestyle I'm living. This is what I'm about. If you can't take that, you can't respect that. Then do you feel you me? We do. can't rock. Right. But I'm not gonna tell you I'm not your friend anymore. Or I'm not rocking with you anymore because of this. Why? Because there's still one. There's still a respect thing going on. Right. The only thing is, I am not going to allow you in a way to um, influence to negatively influence me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to allow you to negatively influence me. I'm not going to allow you to be like, yo, man, why are you still in church for it, bro? You, you wasting your time or whatever like yeah. that. And I'm also not, low-key, I'm also not going to tell you, hey, man, come to church. Why are you out here wasting your time yeah, like that I brunch, think, nigga? You I feel me? I think we all, we have that mutual respect where it's like, okay, this is, this is w what you want to do. This is where you are. This is where we are in the spectrum. And, like, we're going to respect one another you know and that's why if we got to pray we got to do something where we'll let him know hey we're trying to pray over the food or hey we're you know so it's like it's that see but it's i do feel like wait hold on i'm about to yeah go ahead i first. do feel like at a point there will be maybe a chance where it's like i'm not gonna say somebody's gonna cross over but there's been situations where it's like Hey, I could join. I could join in with y'all this time. <laughs> you feel me? Well, I mean, that so would it's be, like that God, God put certain people on your path for a reason. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So it's like there was a prayer I made. A, I made a prayer a long time ago, like right after high school. I told God the people that you don't need in my life, 
Remove them. Oh, that's the worst prayer. The people that you, the people, the people that I, that you want to keep in my life, let them stay. A lot of people is gone. That's what I've prayed that prayer several times in my life, and that's why I say it's the worst prayer because they still here. No, no, <laughs> no prayer works faster than that. No, no, one. it works fast. It's quick. No prayer it's quick. works faster than that it's prayer. Like they they start dropping off. Bruh. Some of them listen, and it's like people are scared to make that prayer, but they don't understand. It's like yo, at a point, God. It's not like God is going to remove these people from your life forever. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes these people are probably just not good for you right now for mm-hmm. that season. Maybe God bringing them, they got to change. You got to change. I have friends who. Who um, for a while I didn't talk to them, but then it's like after a while we came back cool and we started talking again. Why? Because now we're on the same path, we're on the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Either I was either gonna be bad for them or they were gonna be bad for me. Mm-hmm. But now we good for each other. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's it's a tough prayer, but I suggest people make it honestly. Yeah, I suggest but people be make ready it. though because it works real fast. And when, when it happens, don't don't be like, hey man, what's up? Why you ain't never hit me up? Nah, <laughs> don't do that. Jesus said, don't no, do that because you bringing because you now you now you bringing them back into your yeah. life. When yeah. you ask God to take away what you need, what He needs to uh, what He needs to take away. I think you got to be ready for that. Like you have to be in the space where you're okay with losing certain people because you never know who's gonna drop off. You and know, when you lose those people, you got to be now ready to rely on. God. God, hey, I'm about to make. Okay. Wait, hold on, because all right. So imagine this. So imagine you made your prayer. You say remove the people that I don't need in my life. Now you have this person who's been removed, and they hit you back up like, "Yo, man, what's going on? Man? I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, what you like? You go to me like, "Hey, man, God not removed. God told me I can't be messing with you. They're no not more. removed, fam. They're not removed. People who are removed are not going to hit you up. Mm, okay. Yeah, because when I made that prayer, like the most recent time I made it, I lost a really good friend. And it wasn't like the way that it happened. It was just like abrupt. Like it was just like, you know, and it wasn't like a bad fallout or whatever, but the the person removed themselves, Mm. you know, it it happened so quick, but now it's like, they're coming back. But even my conversation with my conversations with that person, you can tell there's some growth there. Like that person is totally different so mm. just for that season for that year that separation that y'all had we had to be separate you know and at first it hurt because it was somebody really close to me like i'm like boohoo crying but i'm like jesus i just <laughs> prayed this last week like fast. it hurt so bad it hurt really bad because that was somebody i cared about like a lot yeah, but then when me. they came back it was just like okay I know what God was doing, just hearing the growth and seeing who they are and how they're striving to live a different life. I'm like, okay, God knew what he was doing. It was necessary. You got to make that prayer every now and then, man. Man, just be ready. You need need, need strong, especially, let me say, for those people who want, like, strong, solid, godly people in their lives, Mm -hmm. you got to make that prayer every now and then. Okay, okay. All right, so we can do this last question before we get up out of here. All right. right, so this is obviously a Sunday, you feel me? Yeah. I want you guys to give your little Sunday message to the people when it comes down to uh, religion, spirituality, everything. Y'all each got your own little piece if you have your little piece to say. Well, for the record, this is me attending church today. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen. Jesus. Listen. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, I'm here. I'm clocking in. <laughs> listen, we do validate. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you, Lord. We validate and we do do time stands for church. So we got you. All right. So, okay, so, uh, so what was the question? Because I was, I was trying to clock in with God. Yeah, don't worry. I got you. I got you. But what what is your what's your little end of sermon? You know every sermon and stuff like that. They all try to like leave a message at the end. You feel me? What would be like your little key thing? That's a little piece of advice that you leave for everybody today. Um, find God for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like create a relationship with God, whatever it looks like to you. But like find your God, not mm-hmm. your mother's God, not your father's God, not the God that you were taught. Like to find at church, find your God, Mm -hmm. like, you know, create a relationship with your God. I think that's most important. Okay. Okay. That's the same same thing I was going to say. Like go to God for yourself. Don't go to God with, don't even go to God with already a preconceived idea of like what you want a response to be. Go to God and ask God to show you who he is in your life and where he should be in your life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And make that prayer about those friends sometimes. Because yeah. a lot of people, they have people that around them that it's like, yo, I don't even know I'm still cool with you. Or Damn. it's like they're wondering why certain things aren't going right in their life. Mm-hmm. 
it's the spiritual. It might yeah. be some people around you that that spirit is bringing you down. So ask God to put positive people that's going to build you up spiritually around you and the people who are not Take him away from where for yeah. as long as he needs to take him away for. Okay, okay. And no prayer is t- too silly or too small for God. Like, be specific too. Be specific, but like <laughs> be specific even too. to before we end, like I will pull up to like a shopping center and there's like I'm like God, show me favor. Let me find like VIP parking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like it, no, it really does work. work. Like I'm telling you, I'd be like, look at God, like. You can pray about the simplest thing and he'll show himself to you. But you have to also have the spirit of discernment because sometimes like you can, it can be a little shaky. You know, you know? son. So, nah, you be at church now. Nah. You be at church. You be at church. But that's can, I, can I tell you a story just based off what she said? Um, I remember one time I was in high school. I promise this is the last thing I'm going to say. I was in high school and I, was, I used to stay after school for stupid stuff. I was hungry as heck. I was hungry as heck, right? Mm. And I'm like, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pray for some chicken right now. I got on my knees at school, and I prayed to God when I got home, I would find some KFC chicken. I got home, what did I find? KFC, KFC chicken. chicken. Look at God. Y'all going to think I'm joking. The next day, I said, I ain't going to lie. If I get that chicken again, I'll be happy. So I prayed for it again. <laughs> I went home, and I saw it again. And I said, this is too much power for one man. I'm, I'm not making the third prayer. Now, whose chicken was I, it? Our, my, it was for the family. Oh, was, look at God. It was for the family. I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. No. God, you here. You real. Nah, for you real, real, for real. You, you got to be real. For real, for Two real. times in a row. Once you start experiencing God for yourself, it's... It's like a weird feeling because it's like, yo, did he just make that happen? Like it's because nobody else could. It's the weirdest thing, and right. you'll get confirmation after confirmation after confirmation from and it's, people from your own spirit. It's just, no doubt. It, go ahead, woman. And of God. I feel like a, a spirit. Woman of God, go ahead. No, but like just even like a, a spirit of peace. Like if mm. it, if it's godly, you will be at peace. You will be mm. at peace. Like there's no chaos with God. Go ahead, preach. I'm gonna back you up. Go I'm ahead, preach. No, it's just, it's a different feeling that you have to like just experience for yourself Mm. because like if somebody says it, you won't believe it because it just seems like it. Like, what are you talking about? But once you start experiencing it, and now even in my circle, like, we're having these conversations openly. Mm. So it's like, we we are, like, feeding each other's spirits by just by having those conversations. It's I like, put my toe in the water and feel the chill. But we're done. We're done. <laughs> you trying to, you see, she's trying to cut off, she's trying to cut off the connection early. Like, no, Lord, no more. Don't give me no more. Giddy about to start speaking tongues. And don't, don't, don't give me no more, Lord. That's it. That's it. know my secrets. Me and the Lord. Exactly. Don't give me no more, Lord. That's it. Listen, for me, the thing I say, y'all already know where y'all supposed to be on Sunday. Because when y'all Brunch. go when y'all go outside and it she be hot. The <laughs> yeah, God's out the building, y'all boy. That's that virtual church. God's out the building. What time is it? We still make it. We can still make brunch, y'all boy. Connected to the Wi-Fi. Nah. <laughs> she said that's that virtual church. <laughs> well, listen, y'all already know what time. Y'all ever notice that when it be Sunday, it be hot as heck? You only really notice it because you don't be in church. That's why. Amen. <laughs> you be outside doing things you're not supposed to do. Well, guess what? You supposed to be in church. That's why you be hot. You be like, why it's so hot on Sunday? Find you a good church. one too. A good <laughs> church. But Lou, I feel he like just, for you had to be there. It's got to be some yeah. gospel. <laughs> like, Actually, not. <laughs> if it ain't, it's like brunch. Right. <laughs> it is. We about to it's turn like this thing church to and brunch. <laughs> Listen. I, it may not be gospel, but I'm here. You don't you, have to. Woman of God, let's go. She knows. Yes. That's back in the day. You don't know about that. You yes. wasn't in there for real. You wasn't in there for real. That's that gospel that would have you in hey, tears. Hey man, that's a good one. Hey, low key though, low key R. Kelly on that song though. Yes, yes, yes. And he he needed he needed that, but he he. You he cut the connection early. Well, you, you guys ever notice that some of the best singers and artists comes from church? That's because they know what they're yeah. talking about, bro. Yeah, they know they can feel it. You gotta feel it. You like, can feel it when you when you. <sighs> I'm not go. gonna speak on it, but let's a certain go. person, I truly believe there was a time in his life where he was like, "I gotta stop," and he couldn't. That's why he fell off. He should have went to God. 
Who, who person are you talking he about? He still should be in jail, but he should have still went to God. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I'll tell you. Nah, keep him in jail. He can find God in jail. Nah, keep him in jail. <laughs> you know what crazy most of them do? That's because they can't they can't do it. Come on, man. Let's go. We, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. The woman of God is done. So now since Sunday service is over, we can go ahead and thank you so much for listening to It's a Black Thing podcast. You feel me? You can follow us on all of our social media platforms. It's a Black Thing across the board on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow my personal page. My personal page is Lulu954 on Instagram. You feel me? You can follow the beautiful Giddy Love. You feel me? Giddy Love J1 on her Instagram. And you can follow our lovely guest today, RJ. You feel me? The jack of all trades. You feel me? Mr. Preacher Man himself. Look at it. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your what's your Instagram? It's R J Raymond. I T S R J R A Y M O N D. Wait, say, say that again. I interrupt you. I T S R J R A Y M O N D. Oh, it's Listen. like it's like Usher. They I, call me U S. That's his cousin. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say it. I was gonna say that's my cousin. I was gonna say that's my cousin, but hey, man. <laughs> All right, so we can get into our next segment of today. It's you had to be there. You had to be there. We would like to take you back into a time period with music. You feel me? Y'all know this song. First of all, the first line, all lies. You feel me? This man said, you make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. First of all, Neo, you ain't got no hairs on the back of your neck, so I know you lying. That must be a sensation of God in your life or something like that, because ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way, bro. Listen here. I've been bald for some time, my, my nigga. I know you lying. <laughs> that's you some good words, though. <laughs> listen. That's some good words, though. Listen, that song, Sexy Love, banger, bro. Banger. Classic. Banger. I'm going to go ahead and play that for y'all, man. We can get up out of here.